RPG lessons learned. When the game is over, when your players are gone, that's when lessons are learned. We are at RPG LL Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, RPGLLPodcast at gmail.com, and check us out online at RPGLessonsLearned.com. Hi, welcome to RPG Lessons Learned, the show where you can learn from our mistakes. And with me for the first time in a very long time is Brian Kilby. It's like I haven't seen you. Actually, I really haven't because of COVID. In I was going to say, it's, it's as if there's something going on globally that's stopping people from seeing each other. But oh, wait, there is. Yeah, we, we did socially distance once, like um, two months ago, then like six months before that. But it's been well over a year otherwise. Yeah, it's been extremely limited. I'm, I'm vaccinated. You're vaccinated. I'm looking forward to getting together yes. in person soon. Oh, yes. But it's also been a while since we've put out an episode of the podcast. I kind of stopped doing vampire uh, in the middle. How how what have you been up to, Brian? What's been going on in the world of Brian? I mean, work, kids, um, kids take up most of my free time now. I, I um, regret ever judging any parent that I ever worked with for any complaints about their time or schedule or anything like that. Um, I honestly used to judge people. Kids can't be that much time. Oh, dear God, they are. <laughs> and so, and yeah. is it okay to talk about the fact that, that you've adopted them now? Like we talked uh, before about you being a foster parent, but now you are a parent parent. You've adopted these of, kids. Two of three are adopted. The youngest, they're all siblings. The youngest, uh, that's still in process. But um, yeah, it's we're, we're almost all the way there. I can like say their names and show their pictures online and everything. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. And I have to say, Brian, of all my friends, you're the one that makes me feel the worst about like you actually contributing to society <laughs> versus me, you know, chilling out on the weekends. You know, uh, I'll take I t- I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. You, you. you should take that. I meant it as a compliment. Uh, and then for me, it, it really hasn't been COVID that stopped us from or stopped me, frankly, from editing these vampire podcasts. It's been work. I talked about getting this big project a couple of years ago, and that project has stayed with me. And my work-life balance has been upside down because of it. And it was standing up a new business model at a Fortune 50 company. That was my project. I've done that. And now we have 13 different lines of business on that business model. Wow. And it still takes all of my time. So um, while COVID did happen in the middle of this delay, I have to say COVID is not responsible for this delay. My work-life balance is. Yeah, but I've, I've, take, I've taken on like 15 new projects on top of 10 that I already had. Um, it's crazy at work for me too. But yeah, nothing as glamorous as that. But I, I, I finished recording. Uh, um, absolutely everything of Vampire is recorded. We're going to release one episode a day for the next eight days, or or today plus seven more days. Uh, and in the session that you're about to listen to, it's Chris and Nathan, the players, giving me the GM feedback on our second of five sessions of Vampire the Masquerade. So give that a listen and let us know what you think. I'm going to need a laundry list of vampire types. (laughs) (laughs) I might need to play vampire bingo. (laughs) You can talk to Jack and he'll tell you. Jack knows you're a fledgling. 
So you can ask Jack questions more openly than you would ask. True. Others, and yeah. you can just ask Jack. So, do the Anarchs care about the Diablo? Diablery? That thing, yeah. They're put off by it. Okay. Well, he doesn't need to know about it then. But he can tell you more about the clans. Who has Protean? <laughs> That's easy. The game grow. So, what do you think? Loved it. Yeah, this was Not a murder machine. Yeah, this is great. I think what we learned is going forward, we'll just have to investigate after we kill everybody. Or leave them alive, capture them, grab them, and start sucking. And then see if they tell us before we kill them. Like interrogation. No survivors. I'm interrogation, right? So there's a deeper story. Oh, no, no, no. No survivors, but you make them feel like they'll survive. At this point, session two mm. of a five-session, roughly, campaign, mm. I'm going to start dropping more more broader and broader hints about what's going on in, mm. a, in a deeper, more world-shaking way. Mm-hmm. But do you have any initial impressions about what you think the overarching plot might be? I'm just curious about... Well, we kind of burned yeah. it all down, so... Yeah. No. I think it has to do... Like, we're trying to find an ancient vampire. That's probably who sired us, right? I don't imagine that it would be some, like, 10th generation person who just had you. Right, exactly. What? It's Cain. What? Who's Cain? Or it's one of the, what was the Before the Flood? Antediluvians? No. Antediluvians? Yeah. <laughs> but I also feel as though it, it's a matter of um, we have to find them, and then they probably don't want to be found, and there's probably a reason why they got us, so I'm thinking, like, there was a reason why they picked us, two brothers. I don't know if it has to do with the brothers, or I don't know if it has to do with, like, our lineage. Or maybe they just didn't care. Or maybe they just didn't care. Right. But there's something there, right? Okay, so already as vampires, sort of the way the world is for you and the way the world is for all the other vampires, you can tell there's a gulf. Yeah, it looks like they only give one set of uh, disciplines and probably one set of aptitude, advantage, and weakness. Whereas we have many weaknesses, many advantages, many aptitudes, and hopefully many dis- disciplines. Okay. I want to attack a Bruhan next. Mm. It's pretty great. Actually, I want you to always be like two ahead of me because that'll make me more pissed off every session. Silly complex. Yeah. What didn't you like about the session? Uh, I won't say there was anything I didn't like. Uh, one thing I didn't like was was just the whole Mooresville plot. I feel like uh, we talked about going to the dirt track or something like that to, to find somebody, and that felt like very Mooresville, but only because we live here. So if we didn't live here, that would be new to somebody. I thought it would be kind of fun to Yeah, I mean, I'd... Oh, it absolutely oh, it's a, want to play an RPG in a place where we actually live. It absolutely it's smoky is. as hell, but... But to me, it's like, like, of course, if you're going to go to Mooresville, the thing that you're going to do is you're going to go to a race. If you're not from here, it's the it's perfect. I've lived here for some time. I've never been to a race. I recommend the AMRA. I want to go to Seagulls where I am. Any other thoughts Seagulls? on the session? A uh, couple points where it could have been uh, railroad might have been a benefit. Yeah. Talk with Aaron briefly and then kind of the stakeout stuff could have been railroaded for good. I could have pushed you harder. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure to play this. If we should play it, like, because the last game when I ran, and I think part of it was the last game I ran into shit that I shouldn't have ran into, and I got burned by it, so I was a little less um, uh, wanting to die. You were more reticent this game. Yes. I think a way we can solve that next time is you can have a metagame moment. Remember, I'm not the enemy. Right. We can have a metagame moment where you guys tell me 
okay, Dusty, here's what we're trying to accomplish and help us engage with the world. You even accomplish started that. that conversation. Yeah, I was trying to say, okay, what, what are you trying to do? Things. You go to a race. Okay, great. And you said, I want to identify the person who's doing the best. It's like, okay. And I thought you were going with, I thought I made it clear that the sales reps were who you were after. Mm. And I thought you were going to hang around kind of the king of the litter and see what sales reps came up. <laughs> and I was about to give you, if you hang back and, and, and keep an eye on Thaddeus, I would have had the Lasombra Ghoul mm. sales yeah. rep come up and introduce himself from Fly By Night and all that. That's what I thought you were going for. I was ready to kill Thaddeus, like take his brakes out or something, man. <laughs> yeah. But it, but it said you had a longer conversation with Thaddeus. And my my reason for that was I I don't know who knows that we're vampires and who doesn't, who can tell and who can't. So for me, I don't want to like start in the universe of North Carolina that you're living in as a percentage, an infinitesimal percentage of vampires. You happen to occasionally visit places where that percentage is as high as when you're around Aaron, damn near 100 percent. Right. When you're around Jack in the sanctuary, 15 percent. Yeah. 10% probably fluctuates. Okay. By being a vampire and handling vampires, you happen in situations where there are more vampires. But the minute you leave the sanctuary, the bar, or you, and you're out in the world, an infinitesimal number of people are vampires. Yeah. Almost no one. You should let us kill them. Can they tell when others, when they meet others who are? It depends. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and just give you guys this since, since we're talking about it. You probably pick it up over the next couple of weeks. You pick up who the different clans are. I keep having you roll luck rolls because I keep seeing if you run into a Malkavian. Malkavians have the ability Auspex. You see Auspex? Yeah. Auspex, you see Aura Perception? Yep. When you have committed Diablery, which is the act of consuming another vampire... Not that we have. Not that We've have. been forgiven. Yes. The Lord. Prince Aaron forgave us. For the, okay, let's not argue that. I'm, I'm completely <laughs> joking. But I'm, I'm trying to say, I'm having you roll luck rolls, yeah, to see if, if whenever you're around the prince, is a representative from the Malkavians around? Yeah. Because if so, they're gonna take one look at you and one look at your aura, and they're gonna know you've been eating vampires. So let me ask you this: plus one command. So that means that whenever I do a, whenever I soak a, or take a blood and I do a command, I have plus one to it. You right? can you is can that... roll, you can not only roll your social, you can roll your social plus one. Got it. Okay. Because command is dependent on a social role. But actually... I can only do that. I can only do that plus one on command. I can't do it on other social. Correct. Role. Right. Got it. Cool. Like my plus one physicality is just for while I'm attacking. Mm-hmm. All I right. Just wanted to make sure. I like it though. So why here is we have to kill. I like it. Is. Yeah. How's the system? That's well, a hoop. System's easy, man. I, I like uh, DC four, DC three, DC five. I mean, that's that's easy. The most complex thing for me is when I'm going to to roll my dice and adding the dice that I, the successes that I made for my damage because I'm not used to doing that. I'm used to it being you roll, that roll's done, now you roll again for your damage. So to combine those two rolls, that's what's messing with my head. I'm not used to I'm used to rolling and forgetting. Roll success done. I'm not used to roll success, how many success that leads into my damage. So that's where I'm kind of getting. It is a little different, yeah. I mean, well, it's very different, kind of successes. But there are a lot of systems where you do that. The only thing I don't, I don't like about the system, is the static initiative order with no rolls. Yeah. And the static pursuit and chases with no rolls. 
But that that kind of makes sense unless you surprise somebody. It does kind of make sense. Whoever has the best whatever. The, the most powerful vampire, even if you move first. This is true, yeah. They're so much more powerful than you. Yeah. And for celerity, I'll give you that. Do you guys know what celerity is? That's no. the guy from Dark Souls. Celerity is the ability to move like the Flash. Ah, okay. Like you get that vampire speed. See how it's yeah. double move, extra action, triple move? Which vampire has that? Yes. You Which can plan? you can ask Jack that later. Okay. Where, where, where can we find some? The Tremere have celerity, and a few others have celerity. Mm. Or one, I think one other has celerity. Right. Uh, back to your question, like I don't usually like do, uh, systems where I'm rolling the same same die over and over again. Like, uh, what's that Star Wars one I hate so much? BRP, the basic role play yeah, system. That one. Yeah. The Chaosium system, where you roll D100. I really like that system. I wish you liked it more. No. I like it so much. Like normally, I don't like rolling just one die, but this was like, oh, let's get a hundred of them. Whatever, I'm I'm rogue now. It's a handful in your counting system. Exactly. Like Brian said in the most recent podcast that came out chronologically this time, this recording. Yes. <laughs> behind the curtain. Uh, real dice are more fun. More dice are more fun. All right, I think we're done for the night. Cool. People call them postmortems, evaluations, appraisals, reviews, retrospectives. We call them lessons learned, and we're sharing ours with you. <laughs>